There are no two ways around it. There are just some things you should avoid in your D&D game. So tonight, we're going to talk about five topics to avoid in your D&D game this week on the Dungeon Master's Dojo. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dungeon Masters Dojo Podcast. This is a show for game masters and players alike. We hope to bring you tips and tricks to elevate your game and develop the art of dungeon mastery. I'm your host, Louis Aponte, and these are your dungeon masters, Scott Labby and Bill Robotile. Let's head to the dojo and see what they have in store for us today. Bill? Scott? Lou? Scott? Bill? Lou? How's it going tonight? Going well. We're uh, we're going to talk about a hot topic tonight. So real serious on this one. Yes, and I've sadly I've experienced some of these things at at the gaming table. Uh, not with our group and not with anybody recent, but there's been there's been a couple. You know, when you you meet a new player or a DM or something, and you invite them onto your table and. Or you sit in on someone else's table and you encounter some distasteful practices, to put it lightly. I, I, a couple times, um, but I think the general response was an immediate, dude, not cool. Yeah, you want to talk about something tasteful? Let's talk about our epic giveaway before we get into the nitty gritty. All I right. think we shall. We should. We have, well, it's an epic giveaway. Um, we are trying to get to 500 messages. Once we get to these 500 messages, and it's so mm-hmm. easy to send us a message. All you have to do is go to DungeonMasters.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page, and there you'll see the form where you can fill it out. DungeonMastersDojo.com. Oh, one word. I th- you said DungeonMaster.com. Did, did I say DungeonMaster? That's a totally different website. <laughs> Don't go there, kids. Stay away from that. <laughs> That's one of the subjects we're going to yeah. talk about yes. tonight. Where, where are we going to talk? <laughs> DungeonMastersDojo.com, all one word. Send us a letter or a message with the form. Letters is how we communicated back in the old yeah, days before the snail mail. Facey timer, the email. Um, and enter for your chance to win a bunch of stuff. Four dice trays, 12 complete sets of dice. Uh, Horde of the Dragon Queen, Nerdarchy's Out of the Box, Adventures. Um, Red Pack, Brass and Steel. Brass and Steel. The D&D Starters Kit, the D&D Essential Kit. My gosh, there's and a lot. And Strahd. Yes. Revamped. Revamped. White Box Medieval Fantasies and Into the Odd. And the Young Adventurers Kit. Or books. Books. All of them. All of them. And Crown Royal Bags, lovingly. Traditional, lovingly traditional, traditional dice, dice bags, bags, the contents of which were lovingly redistributed, redistributed by the three of us, carefully, yeah. carefully redistributed uh, by the three of us, and responsibly. That's all you got to do. That's it. Just send us a message. Send us a mean one. Send us a um, a nice one. Tell us what you want to hear as far as episodes go. Um, and that could be full-length episodes, DM quick tips. Ask us a question. By all means. And if you do leave us a message, you'll be given good fortune of Bill's D&D dice. Not Scott's, but Bill's. That's bad fortune, mine. Yes. I have a certain karma with my die. So, But you only get that karma 
or that good fortune if you leave us a message. Otherwise, you are doomed to roll like me. All fumbles. So when you guys know, when you hit those three fumbles in a row, you're going to be like, shit, I got to go. I got to get up yeah. there, yeah. When, and, you, when and your D20 never rolls over a five, you've been scotted. Yeah, it, that's a term now. It, yeah, uh, it is you've now. Been, <laughs> you've been scotted. And, you know, you could tell us we, we were given some thought to doing an actual play. So tell us whether or not you want to hear a bunch of old farts play D&D. Yeah, in this case, I'll be playing a module. You guys can be playing like a, uh, a, a, a what do they call it, campaign or a, what's the other one? Another uh, term? A retail adventure. Retail, retail adventure. adventure. Yeah. I never use retail adventure. Yeah, I'll be playing a module. I don't know what you guys will be doing because we'll be I'm an old We'll fuck. be showing you a homebrew. In a homebrew world, Yes, uh, an original module guaranteed. If, if we do that. If we do that. If we do that. Let us know. Yeah, if you're interested. Let's uh let's delve into let's get into the, the serious sticky stuff. topic of yes. taboos at the table. These are five topics to avoid. It is not a complete list by any means. No, right? There's there's a whole bunch of other things, but I these I just are think top these are five. I think. Yeah, these are the hottest ones. Let's let's lead it off. Sexual assault. There is no place at the I and no. you know what I got to tell you it, you play D and D how you want to play D and I've always said that but really this is one of those things there's no place at the gaming table for that you do not know people's backgrounds their history it's a very 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 sensitive topic and you know what if you want to play out some sexual power fantasy the gaming table really really isn't not it. the place yeah not not the place leave that in like you know, whatever 50 shades of gray club or group you're in, but the gaming table. No, no. no um, Cause it won't be a gaming table for very long. It, it won't, you know, you'll, you'll lose as a DM, you'll lose your players. If, if that's the way you run your game as a player, you may be the only one sitting at your table because you may lose your G your DM and you may lose the other players as well. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's not, not something when, and even if it's something like a, a raiding band of raiders comes into like a, a, a town or a village or a city or something, you do not have to describe that behavior. You know, <laughs> no. you, you should not, you should not. No. Yeah. More specifically than you do not, you should not. Um, it is just something that is not appropriate for that. Um, it could be very offensive. It's well, insensitive. It also, can uh, like you said, you don't know somebody's background, and you can that can actually trigger mental trauma. It, it is, it, mm-hmm. it, and and that that can very much so do that. Now, this is the old man talking. When I started gaming, you seen one female, and unfortunately, females are probably the biggest target of this particular subject of sexual yep. assault. You seen one for every maybe two thousand dudes. Yeah. Right? Nowadays, there are a Rap load of women playing D and D, which is awesome, and yep. I could not be happier for it. We've I, in my tables in in my entire history, we've always been very inclusive. I think I've almost always had a woman, or or, or in the early days a girl, playing at the table. So it's this is not a big thing, a you know, big difference for the old fart me. You don't know what they've been through. Right, or, and these days, with you know, women are much more forthcoming about when they if they've had issues. But back in the day, they did not, and you don't know what's sitting back there. So, by all means, be respectful of the people well, at your table. Even if you want to go a step further, 
same thing can happen to men too. So you don't yeah. know yeah. what well, can happen yeah. to men. Yep. So just because it's a bunch of guys at a table, you know, we're all, you know, masculine or whatever. You don't, I don't know. I'm just going to use Scott as an example. I don't know what Scott has been through in his life, in his whole life. Something right. could have happened when he was younger. We don't know. Mm-hmm. True. Not that anything has. Yeah. I've known Scott for more than half his life. But it, but it's a valid point because men, men can be, or males can be victimized to the same extent that a, that a female could. And, the, you know, the last thing I would hope someone wants to do is dig up some old trauma um, that maybe this individual has been trying very hard to work through or... And if you do, you're, God, you're awful. You know, yeah. if, if you, if, yeah. you know, if you have that level of insensitivity, so they just shouldn't, they just don't have a place. There's no place. This is, and, and this is our first one for, for a good reason. Very it, much it's so. probably it, the number one. Yes. Yeah, taboo isn't a strong enough word yeah. nope, for any of these. So let's move on to number two, sexual role play. Yeah, it's that's cringy, man. Leave your sexual preferences or role play for home. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it it just it just doesn't belong at at the gaming table. I and I don't know um I don't know if there's like D&D groups that just have like sexual role play sessions. Yeah, um, there there may be. I'm sure there are. Yeah. There may be. And and great. Um that if that's the way you're playing your game, have at it. That's but everyone is there for a reason, and that's one of the reasons they're there. But in the general populace, this is not right. It's it's just it's you're right, cringy. Plaque. Yeah, it's cringy. Poor practice. Uh, this is a, a fade to black situation. Yes, where there's no need to to really to really get into it when when it's a um, like a a topic like sexual role play. I always I always like to go um, when I'm when I'm running a table. I like to do a lot of what they did back in like the fifties, sixties or, or very early seventies and in movies or TV shows where maybe you'll see someone pulling their boots on sitting on the side of the bed, um, where it's, it's, it's implied. And that's enough. And that's, and that's it. You know, it, it tastefully approached as best you can, but really sexual role play at your average D and D table, if it's not one of those outlying specialty tables, specialty tables, it doesn't it doesn't have a uh, it doesn't have a place because it can it can make um, it can make people very uncomfortable, especially if you know you don't know each other. And even if you did know each other, I, I I just I think it would be awkward. It would it would be game interrupting, immersion breaking. Yep, it it wouldn't. I mean, even amongst our group, where a lot of us have been gaming together for a decade and a half, for just our large group, and then there's some of us that have known each other for decades. Even with that level of familiarity, this is still somewhere you don't go. Yeah, it's still an awkward, awkward yes. subject. Yeah, um, it just doesn't work. I th- I think it's something that would drive people away, as do I. Well, any of these. Yeah, for for that matter, yes. Pretty much every every one of these, I think, is. Is something that would 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 cause someone to decide to leave the table, mm-hmm. and that moves us on to our number three, torture. Yeah, this. I mean, you you may, okay, you get a hold of the orc, and we got to get information out of them. Um, yeah, you might touch on it a little bit here and there. Oh, I'm going to break his fingers. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But 
to go on and on and on and repeatedly, um, and even then, it's like if you really think about it, there's no need for any torture no, in the game not. because there's magical there's ways n- to. It, it, you right. took the words right out of my mouth. It, it's like no, you, I, what's wrong with ESP? What's wrong with detect thoughts? Um, uh, ESP, yeah. There's a few of them out there. I can't remember them off the top it, of my head. Yeah, there's all kinds of spells that will befriend this person and have them. Oh yeah, I'll tell you, no problem. Um, so why would you resort to that? It's it is unnecessary. It's a dark fantasy for some people. It is. Yeah, very is. very dark dark uh, fantasy. It's 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 like a, a power trip type thing, and it's not just the PCs. It's the uh, DMs. Don't don't ever torture a player character. Players get very attached to their characters. <laughs> yeah, and. And that's just something that's going to really kind of distance a player from their trust in a DM, which which is the worst thing that could possibly happen because now people aren't going to be having fun at the gaming table. And, and God forbid if they actually dread showing up because they're afraid of what's going to happen yeah, to the character. Or, yeah, or they or they won't. They'll just that'll be it. You won't see them again. Yep. Um no explanation because none is really necessary. Um, so stay, stay away from that 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 torture stuff. Uh, player characters, uh, like they brought up, there's there's no no need for it. There's other means to do that. And DMs absolutely do not do not torture uh, torture your player characters. That's something that is a is a big or don't torture your NPCs as a as a display. Right, PCs, because that's just as bad. It is because um, PCs and or player players behind the character can grow attached to NPCs as well, mm-hmm. and you get, then you get that same same problem. And I don't know why a DM would choose to do that. Maybe erroneously, a new DM may not may not realize the the gravity of the error they have done, or or maybe. Maybe it's just one of those adversarial DMs, and uh, and they they'll be the ones that are most likely to go that route. Yeah, it's a dick move. It is, you know, so, very much so. So don't be a dick. Uh, plain and simple, it's <laughs> just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. That's what this this episode should be. <laughs> be titled "Don't Be a Dick." Don't be a dick. I will title it on the episode. <laughs> don't be a dick. Uh, then we move on to. Real world religion, touchy, touchy subject. Oh my gosh! Religion of any manner, shape, or it, form. It sure is, and I I realized this very, very early on, and I had to make some modifications to my own game back in first edition and second edition. Paladins were very, very much so modeled after the chivalric Christian knights, and. That could be a problem because not everybody is not everybody is Christian. Not everybody is of the same religious beliefs. Well, not, not everyone is religious, period. Not everyone is religious, period. Absolutely. So you had to really give some thought to, okay, does this work for my game? No. Does it work for any game? I really don't think so. But I had to mo- make modifications in my own game early on because mm-hmm. of that. Uh, because I, I didn't think, well, it didn't fit, first of all. Um, and that's what the 16-year-old me uh, had in their mind. And I think that's why TSR moved away pretty much from religion, just had them all move to devotions. 
Yes. And oaths, I mean, I should say. Oaths, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I I think I think that was probably one of the better the better ideas that 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 came out of there was to move the paladin away from that Christian model of, you know, Arthurian knight type thing. Well, it wasn't it wasn't truly realistic. No, not you know, not, not really the, for, even the Arthurian Arthurian knights weren't all that um pious. Yeah, well, not many knights were. No. Uh historically. So it but it just didn't work. And in real world religion, religion's a hot topic. You know, you want to piss someone off and alienate them, talk religion and politics. Mm-hmm. And, and that'll, that'll happen. And I just don't think there's a, there's a place for either at the gaming table. It's one of those things where it should just be, okay, here's a bunch of people that enjoy one another's company getting together to have a good time playing a game. And it shouldn't matter what their, their belief set is, but there's an emotional attachment to someone's belief set. In, in a number of cases, yes. Unfortunately, less so these days than it was um, when I was younger. But still, there are people that are devout. There are people that are faithful and to their particular religions. And if you start, basically you start pissing in their pool, they're going to get pissed at you. Yeah, I, I certainly believe that. I, I would, I'm okay with religious debates being in the game and being about the gods in the game, much like in, in Conan the Barbarian with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Where um, his his friend, the archer, I forget what he says, you know, he was talking, Conan's talking about Krom living in his in his mountain and judging everybody and his little buddy with a bow and arrow goes, hmm, my God is greater. Your God lives underneath my God. He's the sky and the, the wind and, you know, stuff like that. Right. Um, has, certainly has its place. So the... The religions in the game are there for your clerics and your druids. You're there to show fealty and devotion to your gods, to whether they're the fae, whether they're uh, one of the greater gods, lesser gods. That's how you get your powers. That's what they're there for in the game. And that that's perfectly fine. But we're talking about real-world religions. And you don't want to be dragging those into a fantasy world. No, you'll run into problems um, all over the gaming table when when you start dealing with real world religions because someone's going to get offended or someone's going to be offensive, and and it doesn't always have to be intentional either. Someone could blunder and say something, um, being ignorant of the the subtleties of the religion or the content of the religion, and not not really know they're being offensive. So it's easier just to. Just to leave just that to avoid out them. Yeah, just altogether. avoid them altogether. Yeah. So let's move on to evil PCs. Yeah, that's going to just slow your game up um, and make for an unpleasant experience at the gaming table, which, of course, is not the goal of getting together in gaming. I always saw D&D as a, as a hero's game, right, yes. where you're, you're the good guys. And you, you may be an anti-hero type of character like Wolverine or the Punisher or Dirty Harry, but you're still a hero. You're uh, out for the greater good. Yeah. You're looking out for the little guy. And, okay, if the bad guy's got to get beat up um, a little worse than everybody else would do it, then so be it. But that's the anti-hero. But evil is a whole different critter. Well, if you think about this, this evil PC is all the subjects – we just talked about. I was going to say the same thing. It's, it's a, a culmination of all the ones that come in because you're going to run into all this other yep. stuff from your evil PC. 
Exactly. So There's just be all that. don't throw out an evil PC. Um, or don't you play can, a piece evil PC game. Right. Which just propagates a whole buttload of just bad behavior. That's going to lead to bleed, problems. It's yeah. going to bleed over into your other game because, hey, if it's okay to do there, then I'm going to do it over here. Ha, 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 ha. It's wrong. <laughs> just, I don't know how to say it another way. It's just wrong. It promotes hard feelings, too. It does. Because evil PCs do evil things. Yes. And they're in it for themselves. And if you're going to role play an evil PC and do a good job at it, they're really just looking out for themselves. A, a group of evil PCs, will, for the most part, would not. It's, it's They wouldn't even be together. It's going to implode. Yeah, yeah. Maybe for a week because I need to get something from your from your evil guy. Yeah. But not a whole campaign. No. I, I can't see it. They won't. Yeah, you, you can't see them working together. Evil because PCs they won't. do not play sandbox. They don't. They don't they play don't sandbox. They don't play well together uh because they're 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 evil um and and i always think it's i always find it humorous I, i'll cruise the forums and they're talking you know there's someone today talking about i want to play an evil character and that always stimulates conversation it does and you have a bunch of people responding like wildfire <laughs> and some people are constructive, other people are absolutely not. But you're not going to fit well as an evil character with a non-evil group. In a game that's set up to promote heroism. Yes. The chaotic evil... Or at evil, least good guy versus bad guy. Yeah, the chaotic evil alignment, I always believed, was strictly for the bad guys, as was the neutral evil and the lawful evil. Uh, they're always... Always going to be the bad guys. The differences between those three evil alignments, I always felt was, are they redeemable? You know, lawful yep. evil, probably. Yep. Darth Vader, lawf, good example of lawful evil. He was redeemable. But they just, I don't, I don't think they have a place at the gaming table. They don't work well in a non-evil group, and they work especially poorly in an evil group. <laughs> the only way you should play them as an, as an NPC and that's it. That's to be the guys yep. your, where your table's going after him. Yes. And, and people, well, it's only a one shot. But again, it's going to propagate that type of behavior. It's going to bleed over into your regular campaign. It's because, going to have a ripple effect. Well, yeah. Not only that, a lot of us, we're not evil by nature. So why would you want to try to play something that you you know is not going to work? That's how I look at it. True. Um, but, you know, I'm not an evil person. I try not to do bad things. So I, when I if I do that at the table, I, I'm just going to feel sullied. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. And with today's debate raging about orcs and goblins aren't evil because not everybody, is, you know, evil is 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 not really a, a thing. And um, but yet there's still that. Well, orcs orcs aren't evil. Goblins aren't. It's offensive to to think that. But man, I want to play an evil character. I don't understand how that fits into the, that, that, that grand scheme That's of things. Thought. I would have never thought of it like <laughs> you know, that. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. And and I'm a firm believer that, you know what, in, in my fantasy world, some things are just evil because the beauty of fantasy is good triumphing over evil. So all my demons and devils are evil. Mm -hmm. And there's some entire races or the majority of it that are evil, not because it's 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 bigoted or 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 biased against a certain fabricated group of people. It's just that's the way it is in in the, in the fantasy world. There's 
there's wickedness and there's irredeemable evil. Um, and that's just the way it is. But it's just not a place for a player character. No, no, not at all. All right. So unlike me, everyone else has feelings. It's important that you, as the game master, keep that in mind. It's your responsibility to ensure that these subjects are not broached at your table. And everyone has a safe and comfortable gaming environment. Whether it's these subjects or any others that have been brought to your attention during session zero or as your game progresses, be prepared to put your foot down. The loss of one player is better than the loss of a table full of friends or your credibility. And that's five topics to avoid in your D&D game. We'll see you next time in the dojo. That's going to conclude this episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for more great content. If you'd like to hear a particular topic, you can reach us out on Facebook at the Dungeon Masters Dojo. Or you can drop us an email at the Dungeon Masters Dojo at gmail.com. Thank you and have a good day.